Ciao. You're listening to EdUp Insights, where you'll get my take on higher education. I'm Bill Papicello, former president of University of Phoenix, author of the book Leadership on the Field of Play, available at Amazon and Higher Ed Vagabond. So let's get started. Well, podcasties, uh, this episode is going to be part of a, a two-parter where I'm going to look at some of the schizophrenic and disassociative identity behavior that is increasingly observable in higher education. Now, that sounds kind of critical, yes? Well, not really. I'm going to look at several sets of contradictory and inconsistent results from analyses of the value and return on investment on higher education that I think are kind of symptomatic of the inexorable, unrelenting change that is dragging higher education into the mainstream of American society. Now, these studies represent a variety of perspectives, both internal and external, and they reach a number of somewhat conflicting and puzzling conclusions. And the results may make your head spin and your wallet thin, and may explain the erosion of confidence that is plaguing higher education today. And they may point to some crucial decisions that higher ed will have to make to face the future. Now, if you've been paying attention, in episodes 59, 69, and 75, I looked at confidence levels of students, employers, and universities themselves in the efficacy and value of higher education. The views are contradictory and confusing, which led me to cry, no comprendo. So, you know, academic and business leaders, you know, uh, even inside higher education are not on the same page. And employers claim to want soft skills, but are hiring for professional expertise. Students just want to get gainful employment, but they're not sure if the path goes through degree programs or other kinds of credentials. Luckily, a new survey from the American Association of Colleges and Universities provides the insights that we need. Not. The AAC New Survey says that more than 80% of employers believe higher education prepares college graduates for the workforce. But some executives find that students lack certain skills. Okay, here's the first red flag already. Make up your mind. Is it yes or no? So, only 49% of employers reported thinking, for instance, that graduates are very prepared in oral communication, according to the AACNU report. But about 80% said they agreed graduates overall are ready for the workplace. Now, what the heck does that mean? Are they or aren't they? The survey also found strong employer support for micro-credentials. So, are degrees unnecessary? Or how about college in general? What's the point? Stay tuned and I'll tell you. Now, according to a recent Wall Street Journal National Opinion Research Center study, more than half of Americans do not believe a four-year college degree is worth the cost. About 56% of respondents said that college graduates leave without specific job skills and with high amounts of debt. <laughs> versus 42% who said a four-year degree is worth the price. Now, these uh, figures represent a new low in confidence from previous studies, but very interestingly, 
the survey found that the greatest skepticism is in the youngest age bracket from 18 to 34, more than in other groups. And it appears that the public is increasingly focused on colleges return uh, financially, particularly as tuition costs have soared. Now, this has contributed to mistrust in higher education uh, because some students fear that this is, the system is going to leave them saddled with debt. So Ted Mitchell, who's the president of the American Council on Education, opines that higher education needs to do a better job of what he calls storytelling. That would be marketing and branding, folks. But is that really the issue? Does good marketing make the product better? Hmm, think about it. But the AACNU's employer survey, as I just explained, shows a different picture among hiring managers and executives. This study says students are ready for the workforce, but, a big but, but students are lacking in some skills that employer, employers find important. Well, damn it, which is it? Well, for the first time in its survey, AACNU asked what sort of knowledge graduates should possess entering the workforce. About two-thirds of employers said they considered knowledge gained from addressing real-world problems is very important. And that was a higher share than those who thought knowledge of certain disciplines was very important. Now, where do they think students, is going to get, uh, students are going to get that experience? Anybody? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? Nah, crickets out there. Micro-credentials come out on top when the survey asked about the qualifications employers prefer. Almost 70% said they would pri uh, prioritize hiring a college graduate with a micro-credential for an entry-level job. A college graduate without a micro-credential was their next preference, but employers say they, they don't know how to assess the quality of the micro-credentials. Whoa, boys and girls, what the, I get, I have no idea what any of that means. Now, a recent report from a digital education platform edX suggested that 80% of workers see employers as a post-secondary learning institution. And looking at additional data that they have presented, a picture of the current learning and development looks sort of like this. Higher education, we are told, is supposed to fill in the gaps left by general, uh, generational differences, and employers have the opportunity to build on that foundation. Huh? In other words, higher ed does the prep work, and then employers round out graduates. But, another but, is higher ed uh, education addressing the foundational skills that employers seek? And how do employers know what to do to produce effective, productive employees? If you look at the studies I've been discussing, the answer is they don't know. No one, not higher ed, employers, or students can decide what they want or where to find it. Now, one talent professional who shall remain nameless claims that professionalism and etiquette continue to be hot topics in the skills arena for young professionals. Now, this may be a result of students entering the workforce with no previous employment experience. <laughs> no duh. This is why green employees struggle. 
with basics like not showing up on time or at all, time management at work, or even basic courtesy? Or could it just be that basic manners have gone the way of the woolly mammoth generally? The workforce is probably just one microcosm of that. And here's an amazing finding by this recruiting searching, uh, research firm. It says that almost 50% of upcoming college graduates say they're most, uh, more likely to apply for a job with access to employer-provided professional development and upskilling resources. Now, needless to say, this may be colored a bit by the source, which is a source that will gladly provide the training and development needed uh, to develop and retain new talent, but they're just trying to help, right? Right? Still no Bueller, huh? Well, okay. Anyway, it's clear that the public's lack of confidence shouldn't be a surprise given everything I've just been babbling about. Higher education itself is conflicted about its condition and how to address the variety of afflictions that are affecting it. The workforce is conflicted about what employees need to be successful and productive. And students are conflicted about how they can be prepared to be successful and productive. In short, no one can make up their minds how to fix the education to workforce mess. Everyone wants a piece of the pie, but there doesn't seem to be one pie or perspective. And that's why everybody who takes a bite tastes something different. It's kind of like the uh, parable of the blind man and the elephant. Google it. Okay, enough pedantic metaphors. So what does all this tell us? Well, basically that the whole education workforce ecosystem needs to make up its collective mind about who does what and get its collective act together. There are a variety of pieces floating around and right now no one is pulling the pieces together in a way that would produce a dynamic skilled workforce populated by reasonably civil socialized workers who also function as respectable members of society. The pieces of the puzzle are clear. You have students who need to be educated, whatever that means exactly, and you have higher education with is charged with that education, but no one's quite sure what that education is, degrees, credentials, micro-credentials, or what the content of all that should be, skills, knowledge, basic preparation, and so forth. And more to the point, who should provide what? You know, somebody has to make up their minds about all this. What does the pipeline need to look like? And how does higher ed on one end of the pipeline play into what comes out the other end? There needs to be a high degree of confidence internally that drives confidence externally in students and employers, and ultimately in the general public. That might finally get everyone on the same page if we could just get folks to make some basic decisions. Just saying. And with that, I'll invite you to tune in to the next exciting episode. Ciao.